welcome, 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 welcome. We are live, we are live, right on time. Allah uh, jumped on. Uh, if you're watching this, like, share, subscribe. Uh, like you can see, the title of the pod uh, is If City Can End Liverpool's, uh, or if End City's uh, title challenge. I think that's what I call If Liverpool Can End City's Unbeaten Run. Sorry, that's what the title of the pod was. Uh, welcome everyone. Like I said, like, share, subscribe. Uh, Footy Fantasy on YouTube, Twitter. Uh, let me introduce the guests. Uh, I'll start to my right. Uh, Ray, thanks for, for joining. It's been a while. This is the first time in like a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, maybe first time in two years. Yeah, yeah. Two years. Well, actually, wow. this is my, this is the first time I'm joining the podcast. Yeah. Live. Yes, it's like going live. I think the last time you came was when we used to record on um, Zoom. That's true. Yeah. I think I did yeah. one last year, though. But oh, you did? Remember. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's two years. Oh, yeah, not two I years. I did one last year or early uh, this year. Okay. Uh, next yeah. on, uh, Dada, Chelsea fan. Thanks for joining. Glad to be here. Potter, Potter hype also. <laughs> Potter hype, man. He's the biggest Potter hype, man. Uh, the biggest uh, Todd Bully fan, Todd Bully fan. <laughs> Bully P. Uh, the Ola Liverpool fan is in good mood. He has Liverpool shirt on. No, no ski today. They were able to like you know scrape, scrape a win today. But a win is a win, regardless. W is W. Three points <laughs> is three points. Please let me drink my Pepsi. Peace. <laughs> Comments are coming in present. The star started. Sunday lineup, well, Facebook user. Put your name, put your name. If you are commenting through the group, it's hard to know who you are. But leave us your name. Well, thanks for the comments. Uh, let's jump right in. Let's jump right into the big one that we just saw. Uh, I guess we'll start with you, Ola. Uh, what key talking points? How did, you, how did you see this game go, in your opinion? Um, actually, I, I'm struggling to hear your audio, Ayo, so I didn't get that question. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Around, uh, Ray, can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. It sounds a bit different, but you go again. Okay, I was saying, um, if how what do you think about the game? Ola, how did the game? Oh, work? the game today. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's I'm not surprised we raised our game for that match. It's it's city, they they don't have a great record at Anfield, to be honest, and I think maybe that plays a part. And you you see memes already flying around of Pep shouting, "This is Anfield!" After <laughs> they disallowed the goal, and I think that plays a part. There's just there's just that weirdness when they come and play at Anfield. Like I don't know, it's just maybe a psychological barrier. They they've won only once in like 20, 20 games at Anfield, and when they won, it was an empty Anfield. It was when the pandemic was on; there were no fans. That's the only time City have won at Anfield in like. Over 20 games, or it's even 20 years that Sky Sports were saying. So, so there's something going on there. So I I thought maybe we'll get a draw because I thought, okay, maybe City at least will score because I, I just didn't see us keeping a clean sheet. Um, I felt Alan would not score. So I didn't even captain him. <laughs> For some reason, I just knew I just, Alan probably won't score in this game. So I didn't captain him. But it was an it was uh, evenly balanced game overall. Um, there were some there were some tweaks because we'll start from right back. Um I, I think we, we offered Mueller Mueller a lot more protection in this game. 
the last time Mena played right back against Foden, Foden skinned him all game. Like Mena was even lucky not to get a red card. Um, that was in the 2-2 draw last season. Mena was lucky as I not to get a record because Foden was just on fire that day. But today, I, I see um, Abby Elliott was dropping back to help Mjolnir. So that really negated a big part of City's plan because Foden has been on fire. And with Foden not being able to supply Ireland as much, and then the brother was wide. He was more wide than I thought he would be. So that's probably helped us also. And then, of course, we, we, we just knew that with our pace in behind, we could play long balls. And you see, I'm sure we played a lot of long balls in that match. Um, and the goal came from long ball. So just Alisson, long ball, and then one-on-one. -on -one. And Cancelo, I think he's getting away with people not calling him out. But Salah really just, <laughs> if that was yeah. Trent Alexander, our Lord, the whole world will be putting up gifts and memes. Cancelo has been getting lucky with, I think even, um, what's, what's her name? Um, our City fan, she has, she has mentioned it before, that Cancelo is a bit dodgy defensively. And I think people don't test him enough, of course, because City have the ball all the time. So they, he doesn't get, get tested defensively enough. And the way Salah just brushed him off was just so easy. And after that goal, I just thought, yeah, we deserve to, we deserve to hold on to it. Probably should have scored a couple more goals. City also had good chances. They always create chances. But yeah. I just felt overall Liverpool probably deserve that result. I know they're going to be talking about controversies. Oh, they disallow their goal. But the, the move that led to that goal was the goal kick, which should have been a corner kick. That's the one Salah played and the goalkeeper pushed it out. And they said goal kick. And then they played the goal kick and then they scored. And then now they're shouting. Why are you not talking about the goal kick that was supposed to be a corner kick? And actually, um, Fabino was fouled. He, he pulled the shirts. So they, they can't be crying too much about that, you know, to be honest. Happy with the three points, but man, I look at that table. I'm looking up at that table. I'm saying, Arsenal there, man. What? 14 points ahead of what are they ahead? Of? 16 points ahead of Liverpool. Man, what's happening? <laughs> I can't believe it. So yeah, that's for me. That's a worry. I just want top four this season. And I I, I remember I said at the beginning of the season, Liverpool will do well to finish third. I had Liverpool as third. I didn't see a title challenge, and I still don't see a title challenge. Okay. Good points. Good points. Uh... I think I think Liverpool is gonna finish top four. Um because they have the way I see Liverpool's system, they're very sustainable, right? Um, I mean, over the course of these seven years that Klopp has been with the club, um, he has a system that even when he has several players injured, they're still going to produce, they're still going to play their pattern, they're still going to play uh, the identity football, right? The football that they are known with. Um, so I, I believe they're still going to, find their way into the top four. Uh, so for this game, it was more like a game of two halves. Uh, just alluding to what uh, Ola was saying earlier, uh, Milner had a lot of support. But in the first half, Liverpool had a lot of, created a lot of chances. They had a lot of uh, an upper hand in the game in the sense that they started off with a 4-2-3-1, right? So Fabino and Thiago in the middle, and you had uh, the front front four was uh, Salah, Javi, uh, Firmino, Firmino, and Jota. And if you notice, Pep dropped uh, Bernardo a little behind, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of contain that, uh, I think it was Salah, Firmino, 
have a triangle. And Bernardo was just like pressed a whole lot. And I think that was the main reason why in the second half he had to make that tweak information to bring Bernardo in an advanced position. Uh, and it was just like a formation tweak. So Klopp moved it from 4-2-3-1 four, four, to 4-3-3 three, three, and brought back Harvey. And then Pep switched it from 4-3-3 three, three to like 4-2-3-1. And I think City started coming back in the second half. They, made a, they created a lot of chances uh, leading to the goal that was disqualified. Um, but I think all in all, Liverpool deserved to win. Um, what's his name? The yours uh, CB central defender was the man of the match. But I think Salah deserved the man of the match because he was like the main outlet for Liverpool going forward. Even though he missed a very one big chance, which uh, Ederson just slightly parried away. Um, but he he was the main outlet. Jota was kind of literally like absent, you know. Uh, Femino contributed a little, but was taken out taken out uh, in the second half. Um, so Salah, to me, was the man of the match for that game. Um, but VVD also deserves uh, a call out, a big shout out, and also uh, the defender. I keep forget forgetting his name. Gomez. Gomez, yeah. Gomez was good today. Was good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before we go to Dara for quick thoughts, I think this is Dr. Sakate and the meme. I figured that's him. Don't know why Facebook got blinded by my shiny head. <laughs> oh, Lingus, this is Linge drunk at the bar. We know that I know you are at the bar, Linge. <laughs> that's why we didn't get you on. <laughs> uh, Dara, anything to add? Who do you think, you know, about the game? Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game. I had some family so I was working on. But um, uh, just to Allah's point, to be honest, and I think I've told Ayo this, I, I did not expect Liverpool to finish top four. Uh, and I'm still standing by that uh, prediction. But, you know, there's just something about, I think in the past four years, Liverpool and City, even though they're not traditional uh, rivals, there's this rivalry going on. And it's almost yeah. like a derby match where form goes out the window. So, you know, I'm not going to jump in here and say, oh, this game is going to change my mind of what I think Liverpool or City will perform this season. I think City is still on track to win the league. And I still do believe that Liverpool is still going to fall out of top four. Just just due to, you know, injuries, the way they're playing, playing and the gap they have. So, you know, it's like derby matches, rivalry matches, you know, results can go either way. And this is just one of those games that I felt like Liverpool was very up for it. And City, due to their record at Anfield, where where maybe respectful of, of, of Liverpool. But from what folks are saying online, it seems like that game could have gone either way. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's my that's my take. I haven't now watched the game, but I still, I'm still sticking to my prediction of Liverpool falling out of top four and City winning the league. And this game is just a bleep in the, in the matrix or a glitch in the matrix. Okay, okay, big call. Um, I think my extra thoughts about today's game was I think – Going to City, I think Pep, I don't know why he didn't make a change. He should have made a change. He just played everybody, and his first sub was the 89th minute. I think that's kind of weird. When you have Grealish, you have Mares, you have game changers on the bench. Like, go for it. You know, he waited too long. You one go down 30 minutes. He should have made a change, I think. You know, he now brought in Juven Alvarez at 89th minute. 
And he always says, yeah. like, everybody's doing what he wants. You know, he doesn't like to make changes. He knows more than me, of course. But I just feel like, go for it. You have people on the bench, change something. Bring a ball carrier. Yeah. Gilish. Gilish will come in. Gilish will attract players. It's, because he can, he can carry the ball. Ball carrying is very important in games like this. Someone that can carry the ball, attract more players, then he can release somebody. That's the one criticism I just have. An addition I have to this is, I thought perhaps you have made a change earlier. Bring on, at least bring on Grealish. Grealish is so critical. He can carry the ball. He can win fouls. He can change momentum of the game. So that's the only add, addition I have to this. I think you should have made yeah, a change. Yeah, the other thing, I, I, I don't know This Grealish why. thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Ray. This Grealish thing, I, I, <clears throat> I, I don't, I, I would have brought Mares on. Mares causes us more problems. I don't know. I don't know this Grealish thing. It, it feels because... I think people are just trying to give this guy credit where he doesn't deserve this credit yet. Because if you're signing that kind of player, you want it's not just to win fouls, man. I know last week, or was it the week before, you're like, oh, um, this, uh, this is why Pep bought Grealish. I, I, think, I think Pep doesn't trust him. If Pep trusts him, he would throw him in today. That was a big game. He, he should be playing in that game if he really trusts him. And he didn't even bring him on. He didn't even bring him on for one minute. Yeah. I, I think he's Pep is not happy with that guy. <clears throat> he, he he should be doing more. Really should be doing more. We should not. Um, Pep is a genius, of course, but he's not above making mistakes. And it's easy to make mistakes at City. You know, Lance Armstrong FC, where you can just put a hundred million player on the bench <laughs> who doesn't work out. <laughs> you know, it's easy to make mistakes there. That British is a mistake for him, and I'll stand by it because if he trusted him at all, he should be seeing like twenty minutes in this game. Liverpool were on, there was a period in that second half. Liverpool were really on the on the back foot. Like City were dominating. I think around that time they scored. If he wanted to really kill off that game, and he trusted Grealish, that's when he should be throwing him on. Because at that point, Milner was, was starting to struggle. Like Ray said, um, Silva went up 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 wide and was putting pressure. He was making triangles, and Milner was at that point under a big under big pressure. That's when okay, you got to okay, bring Grealish on if you trust him. Bring Grealish on. To make effect on that wing because Milner was struggling a bit at that time. He didn't put him on. He didn't put him on and he didn't play one minute. <laughs> I just don't think this Grealish fella. Um, he has nice calves. Yeah. He's, he has big yams <laughs> on his legs. He has a big bump. Oh, man. But man, that guy, forget about it. That's <laughs> a mistake from Pep. I'm, I, and I still believe it's not Pep that wanted to buy that guy. I still believe so. I don't think he really wanted him. I think they just like, okay, we couldn't get Harry Kane. Let's get to the next big English talent. And I, I, I don't see it with Grealish. Sorry, I don't. I don't. For then, for real, for then, for then, for me, is still uh, an upgrade on Grealish. For then, as, as young as he is, is a level above in impact, not just goals and assists now. I mean, even threats level, threats. For then, yeah. I, it, was, it was, for me, the scariest, scariest person to see going against James Milner today. It's just we're, we're lucky that we had somebody who could really track back to help Milner because. Foden would have really killed Milner against today. He would. He would have. But we just had two people doubling up on him all the time. Like, you know. Yeah, fair enough. I, th I think the final thoughts. Uh, yeah, I think basically um, the change, the tactical change that he made in the second half by uh, bringing Bernardo in an advanced position, right, to cause like an overload on that mm -hmm. uh, Liverpool's right back area. Yeah. Meuna and Gomez. I think it was good, but I would have preferred it like being like putting like Bernardo on the right side. Um, because that's where 
he's most comfortable with. That's where he operates better from. Um, he can cut in, he can do those, his slicky uh, passes and cross, make, make some, you know, fine crosses. But overall, I think, I think he may have over, overthought it a little bit, just like he overthinks, you know, <laughs> in advanced stages in Champions League. So, um, you don't have to go there. Don't 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 let Iron Vex. So don't let Iron Vex, please. Don't let Iron Vex. <laughs> don't go there. Overall, I think I think Liverpool deserve to win. Um, the the other person I was going to call out for his mumuness was uh, this your famous number nine, Nunes. Oh yeah. The guy the guy has a very low IQ. Like, did you remember the three v one situation? Yeah. where he was yeah. just supposed to square the ball he wasn't even looking up you know he, he was, was just going for the ball to salah or the next person next to him and he but just... the funny thing is ray the funny thing is that three on one he really messed it up but then he made a yeah. more difficult pass for trent that after that he set up trent that's the annoying thing he's erratic that boy is too raw the yeah. easy pass that you should have made to salah in three of three v one he didn't do but then Two or three minutes later, it skinned their yeah. fullback, got into the box, and made the more difficult pass to Trent, who will now miss the empty net. Yeah. So it's just erratic. The guy is still raw, but yeah, we'll take him like that. Yeah, because... to Trent. It was, it was a heavy pass. The pass he made to Trent was a heavy one. I think it was. I think Trent didn't start the run early enough. I think it was a good pass. I think he didn't start yeah. the run early enough. But overall, like that guy has one goal every 125 minutes. You know, he has not played many games. Of course, he's still raw, but it's not like as bad as some people are saying he is. He has only one goal fewer than Gabriel Jesus. Um, he has scored four goals. I, I can't remember how many Man United strikers have scored four goals this season. And they have played hey, more yeah. minutes than Newness. million, though. That's all. It didn't cost 100 million. You know, you know it cost 65 million. Are you? Stop saying that 100 million. You know it cost 65 million. The, the add-ons is depending on if, okay, if he does well and wins the league, wins the Champions League, then it'll cost 100 million. Even if it costs hundred million, what does it matter? Grealish yeah. costs hundred million, and you're defending Grealish. So what's that one now? Hundred million. Yeah. Please, man, step over, us, man. Nunes is trash, yo. Let's <laughs> see that boy is trash. Whoever this guy is, I think I think Luis Diaz would have paid you guys better if yeah, he's he injured. Wasn't injured, yeah. Yeah. Because he he's like uh like a mirror uh player to like money because you guys are obviously missing money, you know. Even though you you don't want to hear that, you know, but uh, Luis Diaz is like the closest thing you have to money. Uh, he can minute. play, huh? How are we missing money, Ray? When we are scoring as many goals as when he wasn't there, he's missing us too. What's he doing by a minute? Fucking. What's he doing by a minute? He's missing us too, guy. I beg. You guys <laughs> were eleventh before this win today. See, last season, last season we didn't even beat Man City. We had money, and we didn't beat Man City in the league. So we went to we went to uh, Man U, beat them five new. Man, was in bench. Look, Man is a legend. I'm not saying we don't miss him, but it's too yeah. simplistic to say Liverpool, Liverpool's problem is because of money. We are conceding well, too no, many no. goals. That's our problem. We concede it's, too many goals this season. Hold on, let's take, yeah, a let's take a comment. Josh, one second. Let me take a comment. Uh, yeah. Oh, so says Liverpool won and all that jumps on the stream. What a shameless man! You have no that's shame. a lie. That's a lie. That's a <laughs> lie. Should <laughs> we tell now? Guy Kwame says, Man is a dead baller, and the carol will share butter. 
I you tell them oh, they put me on this train. I didn't jump on. I was invited. I was I wasn't jumping on because we won. I was invited way before this match. <laughs> oh, no, I just like how your voice is loud. It's too loud. Your voice is too loud. I can't person? hear you guys though. It must be my audio. You, you guys are very low on yeah. this end. Yeah. Oh, really? Your audio. Yeah, you're very low on this end. You want to jump jump out and jump back in? Hola. And see. Do you want to jump out and jump back in? Because we can hear you. Okay. Jump out and jump back in. Try that. Try that. Uh, let's jump to Chelsea. I'll let Dada kick this off. Ah, oh, man. I mean, what is there to say? So, this, so what? Did you see this game, Villa Chelsea? Yes, I did. I watched the Villa Chelsea game at least uh, 85 minutes of it. Uh, my assessment really... So, I mean, we're not going to dig into the past. The past is the past. We're in a new, we're in a new management now. Uh, I mean, I'll start off by saying I'm really happy with what Porter has done. And, and, and right now, and I think one thing I'm struggling with as a Chelsea fan is, you know, we've been there before where we get a new manager, everything goes well. Um, frankly, I don't think individually, I don't think any of the players have, have, has, have improved at all. Um, I think they're just the same players, but I think what's just going on is Porter is using his common sense and playing players where they should be played. So I think that's what we're, we're, we're ripping the benefit of that. Um, so back to the Villa game. Honestly, this was one game that all I can hear us very well. I put it on speaker now. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Perfect. So, one you know, this is, one, this is one of those games that, like, you know, we didn't deserve a draw. We didn't even deserve the, We didn't even deserve a draw, let alone three points. Right off the gate, Villa came at us. Um, Kepa was the man of the match for me. Maybe a second would be Mason Mount. I mean, Kepa was making some saves that was just – he should not be saving – even by Kepa standard, I mean, I won't even say by Kepa standard, by any goalkeeper standard. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. So that was really, really good. Which then kind of goes back to, you know, some of the, the 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 boys on the forum. If that was Mendy three weeks ago, would have considered those chances because uh, Mendy, as good as he is, and the, since he came back from Afcon, his form has been shaky, right? So I think it was one of those things where we didn't play so well, but we had a keeper that was just ready to die on it for a clean sheet. So that really, really upped us out. And another thing, too, that I've noticed with Chelsea this, well, I won't say this season, since Porter took over is we're taking more risk in the final third, right? Players are actually, they're, I don't know, attacking, they're more attacking-minded. So I think that really uh, gives us the edge today. Uh, the players were in the position that they needed to be in. And Mason Mount, who has not scored since May, scored two goals. Uh, if... My memory serves me right. This is the first time in over a year that Chelsea has played two games that we have forward players scored all the goals consecutively in over a year. I can go back and check. This has not happened in a very long time. Either you have a, a defender score every other game, but this is like one of the first games that we played in over a year that you had forward players score back to back. So that tells us what you need to know. In summary, I, I, I do feel bad for Villa because I felt like they were the better team. But we just luck was on our side. Uh, the the challenge from Chiwell should have been a red card, or at the very least, it should have maybe gone to VAR. So we kind of got lucky there, right? But you know, how this these are the games you you need calls to go in your favor. Uh, but I do think the injury that we have is going to play a role on how we play uh, on on our Chelsea performance going forward. Because uh, Rich James. Arguably, is probably the best right back in the world right now. You can make an argument for one or two other players who could be better than him. I won't 
fight y'all on that. But it's for sure in the top three right back in the world. And for you to have him uh, not on your team at a time like this, we're, we're going to miss Rhys James, right? As a Puleta can't cover for him because of the pace and the crossing. Uh, Cucurella, I think he could play in that position, but it's no, it's no Rhys James. So we're definitely going to miss we're gonna miss him big time. So those injuries are starting to are starting to pile up, and uh, we'll see how we do in the next couple of games. Okay, good point. Uh, good points. Uh, Joe Ray, yeah. what are yeah. you? Well, before you go, sorry, let me let me take comments. Ola, I I think the person that I was talking was oh, it's Prince Why? I'm not sure why my name isn't populating, but this Prince Why on Ola's case, okay. <laughs> He's on <laughs> this guy should be happy that Liverpool beats City for them. These Arsenal fans are so ungrateful, man. So ungrateful. <laughs> A guy called said the second power went to collect soap from Zoho. <laughs> That's true. No, but Kepa was playing well before Zoho played, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, Kepa, Kepa has been it on a very good run. <laughs> run of form. form. Good form. Yeah. Um, Mary says, "Stay strong." I don't know, stay strong. What can you give us more context? Okay, Joey, go ahead. What are your thoughts about the game? Be like, yeah, just like I was talking to you before we went live. Um, I I missed the game, so I woke up to the city game because I mean, over here in the West Coast, it's uh, it's an early game, uh, but I was able to catch up on the game. Um, I've watched it up to like the 81st minute now um so basically i just took a few notes what i can say is that we were sloppy you know we were like so since potter took over i think we've played like six seven games um and i've i've seen like plus this game today i've seen like three or four games so far this the other games are good. Like the two AC Milan Champions League games were perfect, you know. But this game is like the worst we've played since he took over. And I think he did a little bit of an experiment in the first half by playing Kukurea on the left, left fullback. From the back three, yeah. Yeah. And then Chiwell on the... Uh, left wing back so i think he noticed that that experiment wasn't working and that was why he made that change early in the second half by bringing in Coley and uh aspie and he kind of replaced so he basically started raheem sterling as a wing back on the right side and no he started uh no he started lotus cheek lotus cheek yeah no he started it was, it was love to stick. Love to stick. Yeah, in the first no. half. Yeah. See, love to stick and cover siege. No, that was in the second half. In the first half, in the first half, what he did in was that love to stick and chill. Really? Yeah, as the wing back. He did that crap that Tuku did as the wing back. And then he had a back three of um of Cucurella, uh -huh. uh, Tiago Fever, and Chilova as the back three. And that's why we're getting ran off on, on the flank. And uh, what's his name? The Dolphin. The Dolphin. Ashley Young, right? Ashley Young was just <laughs> running yeah. up on the wings. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I thought. I thought what I saw was like uh, three at the back that you just listed, and then mm -hmm. four in the middle: Chiwell, uh, uh, RLC, Kovacic, and Raheem. And Raheem was making runs forward a lot. Premier League winner. Please don't call him Dolphin. 
So, and, and the three forward were Kai, Kai, Oba, and Mount, right? And then in the second half, he made that change and pushed Raheem uh, more advanced, in a more advanced position and then put Aspie in place of um, in that right wing back. And so I think it kind of helped a little bit, but still it, it, it couldn't curb the onslaught that Villa was bringing to us, right? I think we were very sloppy. All the players were sloppy except Kepa. Like yeah, that's that I alluded to. Kepa was that's the best I've seen Kepa like <laughs> since he came to Chelsea. Like the guy was. Actually, you, know, you know what's funny though? It's because we reduced. It's because we reduced them. Um, it's because we reduced them. Um, we had low expectations of Kepa. Kepa has had yeah. really really good games. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's weird. I just feel like I mean not to like, um, not to digress or anything. But the thing yeah. about Kepa was, it was it was Lampard that destroyed Kepa. <laughs> Like Kepa Pirates when Lampard came, Kepa was really, really good. It was that season where we didn't protect our defense and Kepa just lost confidence and he never recovered. But what we're seeing yeah. now is this prime, is classic Kepa. Yeah, like there was there was a save that he made at like at point blank, like goal line save. I that was that, around yeah. that was around yeah. like 30th minute from Danny Ings better. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I thought that was in. You know, and Danny Ings was even shocked that <laughs> so even Gerard. Gerard was almost crying. Yeah, Gerard, Gerard was on the floor. <laughs> so, like, and there was one like he made like three strings of saves, like back to back to back. You know, I saw that, that's crazy. Let yeah, me take so the guy. Sorry, let the me guy take was basically on peace mode today, and he's the reason why we won that match. Because, like Dada said, we had no reason even getting any points from that game because we were very sloppy, like, I mean, and we kept. We had a lot of possession at the back, like typical old Chelsea under uh, Maurizio Sarri, like no threat going forward. It was only Kovacic that was like making attempts to move the ball forward. Uh, but every other player, like once they get the ball, they're looking back. I'm like, what's happening to these guys today? This wasn't like I saw them play against AC Milan, you know, at, at San Siro and at uh, Stamford Bridge. So. Basically, he experimented in the first half and he didn't pay. The second half, he made the changes. Uh, but still, I don't know what happened to the players today. Um, so the most important thing for Ke uh, Porter to do now is to continue getting these wins. You know, why trying to implement his philosophy, right? Because if he starts dropping points and playing ugly, then trust Chelsea fans. They're going to start calling for his head. <laughs> that, that that would be the first person. <laughs> as always, as always. Uh, let me take comments. Very quickly. Yeah. Henry says more like Pogba's Jujuma. <laughs> That's what Kepa has. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys didn't like Chelsea's performance today from Mugakwame, but Harry Potter is quietly plugging away at Chelsea. He's finishing off games and keeping it moving. All right? Yeah. Henry says, "Wow, Dolphin. Yes, don't mind that. Disrespecting <laughs> time Premier League winner. Uh, at young, stop it." <laughs> Oh, I know they say they came on today because they won. Yeah, we know they say Liverpool fans came on because they won. I oh. clear this up. I know I have to clear this up. Hey, I can't I be taking this. I clear it up. Tell them. I have been on before when we lost too. So tell them this invitation was before before this game was way before this game. Tell them now. You know me, I'm not like that. <laughs> tell them. 
I like the agenda to run, you know, let the agenda run. Henry <laughs> <laughs> said, at his prime, he was effective. Yes, Ashley Young was effective at his prime. Okay, I mean, I mean Mings was sloppy today. Man, the like, first goal. Not like Magpac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to say something about that Mings. Yeah, that, yeah. you know that. That's why Gerard has not done a good job at Villa. But he was right to drop Mings. Mings is one of those overrated centre backs. He is. He, he gets away with a lot of mistakes. You and think he's overrated? You think Mings is overrated? I don't I think, think he's good. I think he dropped form no. though. I don't think he's yeah, good. Dropped, I don't think he's good. Form, you guys know why he yeah. dropped form though? Because didn't Mings used to be the captain? Yeah. He yeah, was yeah, yeah. from the beginning of the beginning of the season where he took yes. away captaincy from him without for like, good reason. For good reason. Still, because, yeah. because he had lost form. That's why they took the captaincy off him. No, no, he had no, lost no. form. It wasn't because he lost form. It was like what I'm saying is like there was some drama where he didn't really he didn't really like from what I read though, yeah, he didn't really sit down with Minx and say, Hey, here's what's going on. He just came training one day, then took the captaincy from him. And yeah. then Minx kind of felt disrespected because, like, dude, man, I've been in this club for a while. Why would you treat me this way? That kind of thing. So, but, but even before I mean, Gerard, to be honest, even before Gerard, I've always thought Minx was not a good defender. I, I think he gets by on being, like um, I always say, passion. is a passion player. He's a, a player that, oh, I'm going to jump into tackles. I'm going to win this 50-50. I don't see a lot of uh, nows. I don't see a lot of gal like in his defending. Yeah, I'm not going to say intelligence because that, that's derogatory. Like, I just mean football game. I mean, like, football intelligence. Yeah, exactly, like exactly. IQ, yeah. I don't really see a lot of that from him. I see him just as a passion player. Oh, I'm going to go in with that 50-50. I'm going to jump into the tackle. And I think that even the first goal today, I don't know what he was thinking. He just added the ball backwards. So <laughs> it, was terrible. it was a terrible giveaway. And, but to be fair, Mason Mount gamble. This is what I say about getting into goal-scoring situations. You always have to gamble and see what this defender might make him mistake, put yourself in the maximum position to score. And Mr. Mount has that. And I know this season he has started slowly, but I regretted not buying. I was going to buy him in my fantasy team because I could see it coming because when I watched you guys against Milan, I was like, hey, this Mr. Mount is coming back. I better buy him. Then I delayed. I was like, okay, I'll buy him the next game. week. And when he scored twice today, it was so painful for me. I was like, I was going to get this guy. But I could see it coming. I was like, this guy is coming back into form. And he's got two goals today and fair play to him. And I just think um, overall, Chelsea have been, I think, um, the last time we came, we were talking about this Potter guy. I was saying this guy is going to be a very good manager for Chelsea because he used to cause us so many problems when Brighton played Liverpool. He was one of those managers that used to get the better of Klopp on more than a few occasions. And I can see his impact on Chelsea already. There's, even okay, you might say you didn't play very well today, but you're not going to play well 38 times throughout the whole season. There are some games you're just going to dig in, get your win, move on. And that's what you guys did today. And I think, yeah, Chelsea are still going to... I, I, I had them that out of top four before you guys I had Potter. But now nah, I think you guys might eventually, yeah, you, you'll you be there. You'll be there in the top four at the end. He's good. He's a good manager. Let's take yeah, comments. Uh, my thoughts, my thoughts yeah. very quickly is Chelsea, okay. Chelsea players are snakes. <laughs> <That's my choice>. <laughs> <laughs> they do this every time. They will fire a manager and all of a sudden, <laughs> people that were playing nonsense, their performance jumps. They do exactly. this every time. Just exactly. players. I don't think their performance has gotten really better, though. And if you are if you are going to respond to me, that means you don't know I'm just doing the agenda. <laughs> I'm just doing no, 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 no. I was just saying, like, I don't even think. Sorry, I was just going to say, I don't think the players are the only player that's that's really really performed beyond expectation is Kepra. Like the rest of them, they're not they're not like they're still making the same kind of mistakes they used to make on the Tuku. The passes has not been really crisp. 
Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, these are games that they would have wanted that to go. My, just my person, just my person. But that's the thing, but Ayo, that was the problem. Yeah. They were not winning them. They were not winning them. Like, you lost the last the New manager bounce. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what it is. But what would I want to put on that to put this game was as we scored that 1 0, Villa would have converted one of their chances. In the 89th minute, they would have scored a header. And they were like, man, if and this, then that could have happened. But we just talked about today's game and said Kepa was fantastic. I mean, look at the edge yeah, now. Villa has the, I'm looking at the XG right now. Villa created like the XG is 1.76. Chelsea's XG is 1.10. They have more shots on target. Like, so this is one of those oh, games. No, 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 no. Yeah, Villa like, should have won this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. And a different day, you know. But look, that, that was just me running the agenda. My thoughts are uh, talking about Chelsea, right? And I think we should just add the second um, topic about Chelsea. I have a second topic. Oh, I did not. Put it on here the, about the injuries. Okay, I think I was just talking about that. I, I didn't. So to get the injuries, I think at some point, right, to come back to buy Chelsea, you know, like losing Kante, losing Fofana, and losing James. the World Cup. That's a that's a lot of people to go down. And my thoughts are, at some point, it's going to come back to buy Chelsea because Chelsea still don't look convincing, in my opinion. When I watch them, they don't look convincing. Uh, it's between them and I agree. It's between them and Spurs. Oh, sorry, between them and Liverpool. Sorry, not Spurs. Between them and Liverpool, who I think is going to come for that final fourth place. I think it's going to be them better than Liverpool over time. And I still, I still am not convinced by Chelsea. And this has nothing to do with Potter. I think Potter is a very good coach. You know, I think he was always going to make this jump at some point, whether now or when Klopp left. I think Liverpool probably had gone for him when Klopp left. Um, so it's just, I just think Chelsea squad. As a whole, and I've told that this many times, and all Chelsea fans, they have big holes in their squad. They have depth, but their depth is not identical, and their depth is not experienced depth, and their depth is not proven depth. That's the most important thing I see about Chelsea. They have depth yeah. defensively, but midfield and attack, their depth is not depth that you can count on like, cons- like consistent, consistently, and that's what Chelsea's problems are. And they, I think they still lack a lot of creativity in the middle of the park, and that's why they, they are so variant on the wings. So. Over time, yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's sustainable, especially when you look at the league this season, right? I like to look at the league like in isolation. I don't like to do league on like year on year basis. I think the league this season there's there's a jump in quality. You can see it. Yeah. There's a big jump in quality. So I think over time Chelsea are going to like drop a lot of points by playing like games that by margins they're going to start dropping points. All right. So, but I, I still don't trust them to make top four. I think they can, of course, Liverpool. Continue getting injuries, right? You put lost Jota today. Liverpool just players are just falling like flies. So every they, single match, we're losing yeah. one or two every yeah. single match. Injuries is not sustainable for Liverpool. No matter how great Klopp is or their system, is quality at the end of the day. Like players, the players are the most important fa- factor every time. So if they keep losing quality players, there's nothing Klopp can do. They might they will just dropping points. So I think it's between them and Liverpool. I don't know who's moving the top now too early. I think Chelsea will have one that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I agree with you. Like our fringe players, our uh second eleven is not so they're not so like um experienced, like just like you said. Um, and if we keep piling up these injuries, there will come a point where we're gonna suffer, right? Um so right now we have Kante. 
Kante has a lot of mileage on him. So mm -hmm. I, I think he's beginning to catch up on him right now. Yeah. Um, he's putting all this work, all these years. And I think Chelsea is going to make a good business decision by letting him leave uh, in the summer. Unless maybe they want to do something, give him another contract just to, you know, be able to sell him. Uh, but other than that, he's going to leave for free in the summer. And uh, and then we have Rich James. I'm so gutted for the young lad. Um, he's going to miss the World Cup. Uh, he's, Sorry, he's, quick question. Do you think, yeah. is he injury prone or is he unlucky? Because I, every season... No, I, I, I'm going to think he's injury prone, actually. I think that yeah. last one, though, that last one, there was an awkward awkwardness to the landing every season you know? it seems to pick up all these long-term injuries yeah. uh, I don't yeah. know. just unlucky yeah. i think I, I think it's unlucky anyway i just wanted I to ask i feel like unlucky would be because correct me if i'm wrong great there wasn't a there yeah. wasn't a contact in this one there wasn't a contact it was the right foot there was an awkward like a little hyper extension you know to the way he landed like, like funny enough we're gonna miss we're gonna miss and you know what's so ironic was this happened to us last season right we trash yeah. an italian team we lose a wing back and our season just crumbles. That's what happened last him, season. Him and him right? and Chewell. Chewell. Him we lost Chewell yeah. and we just could not get back into rhythm. And yeah. I don't know why. Even every other every, under every manager, like our game has been very wing back dependent. So it's kind of like we need either Chewell or regime in, in superb form. We need both of them in form. Yeah, I guess you're getting better now. You are getting burning up next season, you guys. Don't worry. You are getting better. burning up. So, like, I feel like I feel like we're we're uh we're actually gonna miss Rich James more than we'll miss Kante. I feel like we've kind of yeah. solved the Kante problem with our Ruben Loftus cheek. I mean, not solved. You can never solve the Kante problem. But I feel like we came to peace with okay. If we don't have Kante, here's what we we'll do. But I don't know if we have a plan B for Rich James. I just I don't think so. I, I don't yeah. think we have a plan B right now, and. You know, with Porter still uh, playing the same formation as TT uh, did, the 3-4-3. Actually, I think TT, I think if he stayed a little bit longer, I think if you look at some of the buys like Kukurea, uh, Kukurea is best suited for like a back four uh, as, as a left winger, left uh, defender. Um, I think he was going to convert to a back four system um i think that's why you know we got some of those players but unfortunately um he prematurely was sacked so no 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 sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't he wasn't sad you said unfortunately yeah. you mean fortunately <laughs> wait wait <laughs> before we do let me take comments joan yeah. said gerard is going to get fired tonight yeah now now it's true all right man I remember when they tell us they had the aura of a good coach. Get out of here. No, remember when they told us that is when I would take over for um club. That if he pay his I wish that happened. I wish that made that mistake. <laughs> Mink is overrated, bro. Yeah, yeah. Here's an old comment. Do you have him at all? Dada, what's that? I don't know. Do you watch him at all? Okay. He's a young David Lewis. Mink is Maguire with dreads. I don't think that Lewis is better than me, in my opinion. That's my that opinion. one is funny. Love, you actually love, think, I think David Lewis is better than Mings, in my opinion. Yeah, of course, of course. No, of course. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Long uh, hello, squad player at best. Yeah, 
injury, he's injury prone. I think he's talking about Rich James. Rich James. Julius yeah. looking for who is going to make the Champions League. Yeah, of course. But I, I, I thought Liverpool were going for uh, Jude. We can't afford him. We can't afford. We can't pay his wages, man. They don't have the money. They don't have the money. <laughs> we, we might be able to buy him, but the wages he will want to take, I don't think we'll be able to pay it. And our owners, they won't break wage structure for a nineteen-year-old, like you know. So that's. That, I mean, I've taken my mind off. We're not getting that guy. Well, and like, yeah. The next topic, Ola. Have we? Oh, okay. Have you guys adjusted your expectation. Have you? I just said title charge. That was what I remember. Somebody and I'll call his name out. Bola. Bola said I can call him out. Bola came and said we're good. Even we're going to win the league beginning of the season. Hey, nothing wrong with being optimistic. Yeah, you, you, you look good then, right? You look good from last season. Almost, almost won the quadruple, <laughs> and that <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> but you know, but you know me. You know, you know what me. I came in with this season. You know, straight from the bat, battle, battle of I said straight away. There was just something off. I I didn't see a title challenge at the season, so it's not even adjusting expectations in my case. It's I'm I'm thinking this is around where I think we will be, maybe a few points. You you remember what I wrote in the article? I just said we will have a late surge and they will still up third place. This just feels like that two two seasons ago when there was the pandemic, where all this nonsense was happening. This season just started. I, I could just feel it that this is just going to look like that season because it's like every other game. There's injuries. Then some players are coming back. Then injured again. And then there was a vibe like this. Okay, we're trying to try to get injured a lot, though. We don't have a club doctor, Dada. We don't have a club doctor at the moment. Yeah, Yeah. the club doctor left in April, and they're still doing interviews to get a new club doctor. That that shows you you the shambles. That yeah, yeah. That shows the shambles that's going on behind doors. So when we talk about our owners, you people think maybe we exaggerate and we're just be shouting about them. They they are not bad owners, but they can do better. And there are decisions they make like that that you like. How can you not have a club doctor even at this stage of the city? Uh, this stage of the season, we don't. We don't have a permanent club doctor. The like the last guy left around April, and we've not hired a new one. So players just picking up injuries everywhere, and um, then club was trying to do this new formation. It's trying to um bring in Abby Elliott. You know, there were just things I could just feel it that I don't think we are going to challenge. We should still have enough to make top four and we should still have enough to go deep in one of the cup competitions. Very big Champions League. But I just at the beginning of the season I could I could feel it. I could feel it. It's not about being pessimistic. It's just there are some seasons you just have that weird vibe and you just know these things are not really going great. So even with the win today, it doesn't do much for us because we're still eight. We're still like six points behind Chelsea, I think, in fourth or something. And uh, we are so far off Arsenal. Arsenal, that's why their fans are coming, coming out with daggers and axe. And because they, they can make mouth now. Because when we always smash them every season, they can't say all this stuff to me. But now they can come out with their bazooka and guns, which shoots in, taking shots at me. But Arsenal are so far ahead, so we're not we're not catching up with them. Uh, Man City, I doubt we'll catch up with them. So our only hope is Spurs and Chelsea. Like okay, let's just pray one of one of those guys really. But Spurs are looking dangerous. Like for me, I put Spurs as second this season. But Conte, he will play terrible football. Like I always say, satanic football. But that guy will just keep grabbing three points, man. Three points, three points. So Spurs, I, I'm not even sure we're finishing ahead of Spurs. But at the end of the day, I think we will make top four. I, I think we will make top four. Even the local clinic in my father's village has a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But Ola, do you think like do you think your slow start to this season is mainly because of injuries? Because I I don't think like the first few games you had this season, I don't think injuries. There were 
played them. We, we played we played against Mangu with James Milner and um Abby Elliott in midfield because we had like three midfielders out injured at that time. Ox was out, Navigator was out, Anderson Ox. was out. It's Ox yes. and starter. But no, that's options that even Curtis Jones was out. What when we say injuries, we mean even the backup, like Thiago. Yeah. Thiago gets injured a lot. So we need a backup. Uh, that, that's why who did we go, look look how bad it was, uh, Ray. So we have been shouting, ah, we need midfielder. We need even Klopp for once. Klopp that doesn't really abuse the owners. He codedly came out and like, ah, I wish they invest more. So midfield was already a problem going into the season. Then Anderson now got injured. At the last minute, they now went to loan one guy from <laughs> Otto. They went to loan him from Juventus. And this guy is even more injury prone than the players that we have. So this guy is, is, is injured now for four months. So yeah. that's how useless the planning has been. And they keep saying, oh, they want Benningham. They're putting all their eggs in the basket for Benningham. Forget that thing, man. Benningham is not coming to Liverpool. Bigger sharks are going to take him. They are going to take him because they, we can't pay him. We can't. So we should just yeah. leave that side. Let's just focus mm. on what we have, you know. So mm. it's, injuries are not the, no. Don't get me wrong; it's not the only excuse. Klopp himself has made mistakes this season. He, okay. Like all the, some of the players have been off. Van Dijk has been terrible until recently. Salah, and, and Salah yeah, just yeah, woke yeah. up. <laughs> Salah just woke up like last week, you know. So every, people have been having poor seasons. So it's not like oh, it's only injuries, but it's a big factor, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I think I think club has yeah. just like I said earlier. Sorry, no, I say league manager of the year hype. You know, I remember. Uh, how... leave that thing. Leave that thing. Leave that. <laughs> no begs. Don't be sipping on Pepsi. Pepsi, hey. they all know. They all conquering. Yeah, Don't be sipping on Pepsi. Just there. Why call him waste now? Why call him waste? This guy is not a waste. Yeah, let him be wasted first before you call him waste. Is it um, Nunes? Are you talking yeah. about Nunes? Yeah, now in Nunes, yeah. man. This United yeah. fans are your faulty. You guys wanted him. They wanted to buy him, you know. They wanted I don't to buy really him. trust. I don't really Nunes, trust Nunes. Nunes. Like, just like I said, like, um, he has. He doesn't have like that high IQ, you know, of of a world class striker. Like the the examples, like what happened today, you know. I think, apart from the three v one situation, and like the, I think there was another two v one that he was supposed to square the ball, right? He squared it. That's the one for trends. But oh, is that the one for the better pass was Fab, was Fabio Cavallo. He was open. That was the better pass, but he took it to Trent. Yeah. Was, like, what, what, yeah, what, but the thing exactly? is, Cavallo had a defender in front of him, so Trent was making a late run, and Trent was if Trent connected with it, that was an open goal. It's not that like Trent got there a bit slower. So it's not yeah. even that. Why are we even analyzing passing? He's not a striker. That guy is scoring. He's scoring one, one goal every 120 minutes. That's not too bad. You know, it's not like he's playing every match. And people just want to write him off. But I know that's how it's going to be. I said to Jola the last time I was here. I said, this guy is a new Lukaku. Because Lukaku will be banding goals. No, no, no. Not Lukaku as in quality-wise. I mean, throw-wise. Um, throw, throw banter-wise. Oh, but okay. this guy, he will score goals and people say, ah, he didn't control the ball well. Ah, he passed the ball out into the throw, like, throw, throw, touch line. That's what people will be doing. So me, I've made peace with it. Because I, I saw people even throwing. After he scored in the Champions League, just a few days, people are still throwing him. They're still throwing him. So I just like, okay, that's it's going to be like Lukaku that way. Well, Lukaku was banging goals and people were always be trolling him. They just don't yeah. it's not it's, it's just the way it is. It's step over yeah. that dangerous. That's all I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, 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 I still believe 
<laughs> yeah, I still believe that Liverpool will get into the top four because I think Klopp... Because it's their Klopp... right, Abby. Huh? <laughs> I said because it's their right, Abby. They'll get into top four. No, not really. Right. What, what's I mean, that like, doing? So what's that Liverpool's, doing? Liverpool's brand of football is like... is good, like right? It's scalable, right? Right now, I think what is not going well for them is like if you just like you mentioned earlier like a few of your players have been out of form uh they've had a slow start to the season like bvd uh what's that coming <laughs> i told him i told him i said so so like a few of your players have been out of form and you guys are suffering from injuries but i think club knows how to manage the injury situation as well better than any other coach in the league so and for that reason and as a Chelsea fan I know we're doing better now under Porter uh whether it's new manager bounce or whatever you want to call it but I the he's like I haven't seen his identity on the team right so I don't know if this string of uh winning if this winning streak we're getting, how sustainable or how far it's going to go. Wait, sorry, Potter's so, identity. Yeah, like, yeah, like identity philosophy. Potter's identity huh? is simple. It's very simple. Go and win games. Don't yeah. play boring football and don't put your fans to sleep. That's it. Yeah, but today was... I haven't, like, I haven't, like, seen any... I think you were the one that mentioned it earlier. Was it AY? I haven't, like, seen any, like, Clear improvement, but you, you know. see, this point. No, no, I agree with you. No, no, I mean, it was that, right? I'm just giving you that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and so for that reason, I don't know how long we're gonna continue like this if we can sustain it. And with the World Cup coming, uh, we don't know how injuries will play a part. You know, load management and all that. So for that reason, I think the league is still young, right? It's still early. So Liverpool is just like six points from top four from the from chelsea right now so i, I believe they're still gonna you know fight to get into it uh but, either but Ray, chelsea sorry, or Ray, you bring up a good point though yeah my, my honest view is however the so if you if the gap now between world cup is over 10 points i'd say yeah. no over over 15 then maybe forget it but i feel like post world cup course, nobody yeah. knows what's gonna happen mm -hmm. i got this very yeah. sneaky feeling that Post World Cup, and I know you know you guys know I troll a lot though. Should Arsenal remain top put them before we go to World Cup, then they could probably win the league. Because after the World Cup, no one knows what the world is gonna look like. Like we could come back from the World Cup, and I know people are banking on Haaland resting. Sometimes if you go a long time without playing games, it can have an adverse effect. We can yeah. come back and like 50% of a team is just wiped out from injury. And another thing that they were even missing outside of injuries post World Cup high. You know, how some players come back and let's say they win the World Cup and they just go through this whole mental state, which I think happened to uh Mendy. This mental state of man, I just won the World Cup and they they, they get unmotivated. That can yeah. also happen too. So I, I I mean I think like post World Cup, man, no one knows what the world will look like, man. Is is it's gonna be like that pandemic season, All right? Like whatever yeah. is gonna whatever goes will go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But quality will always rise to the top, in my opinion. Anyway, quality true. But what will happen yeah. is it, it, the World Cup can like normalize teams to where like if you have a lot of quality, 
if you lose a lot of those qualities, then what? So imagine a, a, a national team without Saka, Odegaard, and Jesus, right? Or maybe a city team without Haaland and De Bruyne. Yeah, they might be great. They might have quality. All of a sudden, they've lost what, what gives them an edge. And imagine, I mean, maybe Chelsea will come back and Kante is not fit, regimes is fit, all our players are in. Man, you've changed the dynamics of the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It happened during the pandemic. United we were fifth or sixth. Yeah. Um, the, we came back, Pogba, Marshall, Rashford, all fit, and we went on that run. And we made, we went from sixth and we made like, what, 10 points on Leicester? I remember. And we came third. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it can happen. Let no, me second. Second. But in a second, you finished that season, I think. Yeah. Third, third. Pandemic. The first Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Second, the second year that uh, we came second, his step overs are dangerous. Blacks in the goal space, NASA FC. He knows how to give hugs to get wins. I feel like that's uh, what's her name, Linger. You go shock soon. Next three games, Liverpool is dropping four points. Wow, okay. That I don't say could just say to chest so that they can come for you and Arsenal fans together. <laughs> <laughs> which Arsenal is doing in the league now. Nah, Man, I was, I was the first person, I was the only person that predicted this Arsenal's uh, astronomic rise. Tongue is cheap. Tongue is cheap. Not Tongue is cheap. Actually, actually, not Tongue is cheap. Yeah. Let's do midweek game predictions. So there are midweek games predictions. Uh, I like to do this from time to time. Uh, Brentford versus Chelsea. Ray. Who is home? Brentford. Uh, we're playing Brentford at home. Brentford is in a good form recently. They're going away, Dada. To be clear, Chelsea is going to Brentford. You know what I'm saying? We're playing Brentford at their home. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Home. Yeah. Um, my prediction with the way I don't know if the way we played today ha- is going to have any bearing on midweek's game, and coupled with the fact that Brentford has been on a good form lately, if I'm correct. I, I haven't seen their games, but I follow the results, and they, they've had a good run lately. So, and we're playing at Brentford, right? So, my prediction is going to be a draw, maybe two-two. Better, yeah. And which other game? I can see Yeah, I agree with Ray. So the way I kind of look at this thing, like statistically, we played five games. Out of those five games, maybe two games we deserve to win, three games we deserve to win. Some kind of, I feel like our luck is, is gonna run out. Uh I do see a draw in this game, either like a one-one draw or two-two draw. I agree. I feel like you know we're we're due a correction. Uh, because we've also had like what four clean sheets in a row. I mean, yeah, we're good, but we're not like that good. So I feel like this game would be would be the uh the correction. That's my guess. Sunset Chelsea beating Brentford. Okay, Ola. I'm really shocked. I'm really shocked at this pessimism from me Chelsea fans. I would have thought, honestly, I really think you guys are doing well. Like, like you just said, four clean sheets in a row. Like Liverpool, we've not this, this clean sheet today is our first clean sheet since since when? Yeah, since we to Liverpool. Yeah, but but what I mean is like you guys, you're in, you're in a good run. You're winning games. You're keeping clean sheets, and you're still this pessimistic. What do you want people like me to be? <laughs> no, 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 but, 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 but I mean, but like you guys are in the, you guys are in the mid table mediocrity. Yeah, you guys are in the bottom. So you need up, opti- no, you need all the optimism you can get. 
I am, but let me just correct something. Brentford are in a good run of form. Brentford, before the last four games, uh -huh. they lost 3 0 at home to Arsenal. Okay. Then they lost 5 1 away to Newcastle. And it's only okay. that, I think they've won only one game in the last four. So Chelsea oh, are beating them. Then, yeah. Then Chelsea. I correct I correct my prediction then. I, I thought, in a bad run of form. I no, don't know. Of mine. You, you know what you forget? Brentford is a, there's a derby, man. What? There's a derby. This guy flip flopping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I rain now. Come on. Rain are the king of flip flop. No, for some reason. Maybe I think I misremember. I thought, I thought, you know, they've been winning games recently. No, no. They even drew with Bournemouth. They drew 0 0 with Bournemouth at home. Yeah. No, I think Chelsea is going to get the win. But, but, Again, like the way we said today. Just analyzing this thing. Let's move on. Okay. Score prediction, Ray. You're changing your score. Okay, what's the new what's the new one now? Oh, okay. Um it's gonna be two one. Chelsea. <laughs> okay, Allah, what, what do you, what do you I convinced him. You see, okay. I did a good job. I gave you optimism, Ray. I gave you optimism. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea okay. are winning that match. Chelsea are winning that match 2 0. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's a 1 1. I'll go with that. I think it's a 1 1. Next one is Liverpool West Ham. Ola, this is your team. I'm um, Yeah, West Ham, uh, David Moyes, this, the chosen one, is rolling up at Anfield where he has a terrible record. And I think I think we're beating them. Not, it's not going to be like a smashing, maybe just 2 1. I think we'll beat them 2 1. Um, I, 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 it's good to have Trent back. I know, yeah, it's not had a great season, but I don't want to be saying I don't want to be saying James Milner as right back forever, you know, even though he did a good job today. So Trent is back. So we need that creativity from that side. That's why we miss Trent. Not just not the defensive, the defensive game, yeah, that's that's by the by, but we need that creativity from that side because Salah is looking back in form. And when Trent and Salah connect well, yeah, it's it's goals, goals. So we beat them. We beat West Ham too much. Shout out to Club though for you know. For, for creating that fake injury that they that they told it's us about fake. Or did you see? You saw it was not fake. Next half today he sprayed two to three weeks. All of a sudden, my lord came came Ah, but you saw it. It was a very bad tackle. It was a very bad tackle. So is it gonna two go to, to World Cup now? Two to three weeks. Start to like someone coming up off the sub bench. I said, hmm. I thought it was out for two to three weeks. Club, I see you. I see you there. I see you. He wasn't fit enough to start. He might not even start on Wednesday. I don't think he's going to start the next game either. He, I, he, he, that injury was bad. He was just lucky. The guy really messed his ankle up. He was just lucky. Then break it. I said it was a sprain. Uh, Brentford has been collecting back to back, back and forth. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> flip flop, fast back through slippers. Oh, man. Okay, really. I mean, I was I was operating with the information that was, you know. That's fine. Bayesian. Liverpool and West Ham, please, let's give, hopefully, hopefully you can speak with this one. You are operating this information. Liverpool, West Ham. Yes, <laughs> yes, oh. Should I give you the full line so you can give us prediction? <laughs> West Ham lost today, Abby. I think West Ham lost today. Yeah, oh, yesterday. Did they, they, they drew. drop today? Oh, okay. Yeah, one one. It's a They drew one one. Ray, give me quickly. Ray, we're going to rush. Um. Him. So who who is Liverpool home? Who Anfield. is home? Liverpool. Anfield or Liverpool is going to win. I, I believe, like coming off the momentum coming off of this win against City, 
Um, and that Anfield atmosphere is mad. So I want to predict a Liverpool win of 3-1. Okay. Yeah. Better. Sorry, uh, 2-0, Liverpool. Yeah, West Ham. Man, guys, what happened to West Ham this season, man? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Slow start. They had a slow start, too, yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, but yeah, there's no way. As as bad as Liverpool is, man, there's just something about playing them at Anfield, man. Yeah. Yeah. Extra 12th man. Uh, yeah, two, I, I'm going to go with... 2-1. Liverpool are losing players by injury, so if, if everybody was fit, I would have said, yeah, I need one. People are falling like flies, but 2-1 to Liverpool. Uh, last one I'll start since is the United game. My United Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just said, hmm. I just thought about it. <laughs> I look at the problems we have. I thought about the game. Wednesday. United versus... What did I read and say if and you and start putting condition, condition status, conditional <laughs> if X and Y is then we go to T. So if uh, Marshall, uh, if Marshall, <laughs> if Marshall is fit and starts the game, we are going to win two ones. Is that old Trafford? If Marshall doesn't play, I see a one-one draw. So that's my condition. At least my at least one conditional statement. So yeah, uh, <laughs> about Rashford now. Uh uh-uh. Rashford is eh? Masha is the glue, man. Masha is so the, is the uh, United uh, versus... How, how about missing, uh, missing Greenwood? If you go back to jail. We don't, we don't talk about that. That's what we call it. We don't talk about that. You know, I have to say one thing, though. Credit to United, the way they handled that. I mean, I don't know what happened prior to where he was arrested, but yeah. the swiftness in which they erased that guy's name from all the club materials and anything related to the club was like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you almost forget that guy existed. Because when I saw the news, I was like, missing Greenwood. Man, that name sounds familiar. Oh, wait, this guy used to play for United, right? Same thing City did with Mendy. Yeah. Like, you kind of just forget, like, those players existed. Because so, the evidence is really, like, the evidence was really heavy. Like, very, very substantial evidence. It's a tape, right? Missing yeah. Greenwood. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why. Anyways, yeah. Uh, what, is, it, is it United versus who? Spurs. 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 Uh, water, water. Wow. Uh, who, who, is, who is home? Who is home? United. 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 But, but, but you know, Ray, I think United will home, win. But Ray, United at home, their home form is not really, it's not really an indicator of how they perform, Yeah. I feel like the way, the way United is set up, they tend to do better away in some of these games than at home. So. Big games though, big games. We, this season we don't want right at home. Beating our yeah. staff, we beating Liverpool. Yeah, home. big games. United used to sure, bring out their chest. Small teams at home, we wish like today that like, we draw points, right? It's the small teams we always struggle against at home, which has been the good deal. So, yeah. uh, Ogakwame said sports win 3 1. Wow. Wow. I Ray. think United wins. Okay. 3 um, 1. Yeah. Uh, I think it's be a draw. Um, one one, maybe be a tight game because Conte, you know, Conte now he's not coming there to come and be playing expansive football, you know, <laughs> that guy's coming there to like keep things tight. Long ball to Ari, uh, Arison, <laughs> that's what they call them. Arison, <laughs> both of them. But, but, what, though, what should he do though? If you, I mean, if you're a Conte, no, I don't blame him, you're I, him right? Yeah, oh, so that, who, that, which, 
Then, then to Ayodo, tactically, how's that game going to shake out? So you got United, who their tactic this season is more of kind of this counter-pressing game. You got Spurs, who are, are not going to take the game to you. Mm. So what do you foresee from a tactical perspective? How's that going to – I mean, was it just going to – you guys will leave the ball in the middle and everyone no, is – No, Ericsson. I, I think Ericsson will be crucial. I'll be able to answer better. But I think this kind of game, Ericsson has to be very crucial. Because um, Spurs are going to block off that center. That middle of the park, they're just clogging it up. They want to push you wide so that you go wide to the wing back so where they, where they can. But I, I, I just don't think I don't think Spurs have enough creativity to damage United too much. It's only on the break. So this way, I will have the right answer. Would you want to play Martinez, who is quick, so that, okay, if Son is running, at least Martinez can keep up with him? Or Varane? I don't know if Varane is fit. Because it oh, depends on who your centre-back pairing is. Plays regardless, <laughs> he plays every game. Martinez okay, has played yeah. every game this season, so it's Martinez mm. and Baron. Baron played today. Okay, yeah, that, that, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Martinez and Baron, I'll start for sure, hundred percent. Um, mm. Linda will probably play Europa. Yeah, Ericsson is key. That's true. I forgot about Ericsson. I think Ericsson, Marshall, if they are fit, I think we'll win. Just because mm. you know, I think Spurs will sit back too much, you know, and they will make mistakes. So, my mind's two one. Or like you said, draw. Dada said, "What did you predict, Dada? Yeah. You know." Oh, sorry. I, I didn't give a prediction yet. I think my United Spurs, I see a draw in that game. I don't see anything past a draw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't see anything past a draw. So is, is Ronaldo go going to uh, start the game since Marshall is injured? What do you think? I think Marshall might be back for Wednesday. That's the that's the length. He should have played today, I think, but he just waited a little bit. I think Marshall will mm -hmm. be back for Wednesday game. But if he's not back, I mean, we'll play, we'll play him again now. CR 700. <laughs> like but Marshall picks up. What, what, what was the injury with Marshall again? Is it hamstring yeah. or what? He, he picks up a lot of muscle injury. Oh, back. Wow. <laughs> that guy picks up weird injuries, man. Yeah. What was he doing with his back, Marshall? <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing with his back? <laughs> okay, kudos. Final section kudos and donkey of the week. I'll start with my kudos of the week. Uh, my kudos goes to, I think, um, Joe Gomez should get one. He did very well today, in my opinion. He was was very good today. Joe Gomez had an exceptional game. He gets uh, one of my kudos of the week. But Donkey, I, I would I'll think about that one. Who wants to go for kudos of the week? Um, okay. I'll go for Kepa. Okay. I mean, has the best game of his life today. Uh, like within the first this is the best I've seen Kepa in a Chelsea you, shirt. Like, you guys are forgotten now. You guys are like, really? No, this guy, this dude, first 30 minutes, like Kepa just came from a division three. Uh, no, this, this was like some the most expensive goalkeeper in the world, you know. Yeah, the most expensive uh, no, 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 right? Is that opinion? Huh? That's Ray's opinion. Huh? That that's the best you have seen him. Chelsea jersey that can be fair now. So let me tell you something. Sorry, Ray. The thing is, like, I was making the same mistake. I was like, ah oh, man, Kepa, this is the best. And I went back and I saw that I thought about it. Uh -uh, no, remember when we won Europa now? Kepa was our goalie. But you guys, are, you guys, I'm not peppering you now. It's not like you put deserve to be the Arsenal in that game. Now that was not like. No, no, I'm just yeah. saying like you think of his run, why he's played. Like it's just like 
under Sari. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's just like you know that that player is like he single-handedly saved the game. That's what I'm talking about. It's just okay. like the way uh, Kotua, um made many saves in the Champions League final, Real Madrid, right? You just know that the guy was a hero for that game. So, like, the first 30 minutes, like, this dude, like, I was counting the saves, like, six. And for the for the duration of the entire game, I, I'm sure it's more than 10 saves. Is this or comment, maybe at least 10. That's making us laugh. Don't mind, don't mind us, George. Sorry. Keep it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Kepa. <laughs> this guy is so useless. Ted Hag sent him on vacation and he came back without attacking any police officer. Great performance. <laughs> Sorry. You need to do a separate podcast on, on Maguire and why he's so bad. <laughs> yeah, Maguire is, is worse, man. So, Kepa for me, for the donkey of the week, I didn't watch enough games this week to have my pick. I've, I've only seen like two Premier League games this week, the Chelsea game and the City game. So, if I'm to pick the worst out of that, I don't know. You don't have to. If you don't have, if you don't have donkey, that's fine. You don't have to. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have. Yeah. yeah. Hola, do you have one? Kudos okay. Um, I agree with the grandpa, grandpa James Milner. Still, still hustling, doing doing the Lord's work at age thirty-seven, and uh, I have to, yeah, I have to eat humble pie because not just me, a lot of Liverpool fans. When we heard Konate was injured before this match, we were like, ah, Milner is going to play right back. God have mercy. All of us were panicking. Like, oh, Milner, Foden is, Foden is going to undress him. But Milner yeah. stepped up today. Um, did well. How old is, how old is Milner? Isn't he like 45? 37. I think he's like 37, yeah. He's almost yeah, double, he's double, the, really almost double the age of Foden. <laughs> like, imagine, he's still playing at that stage. But yeah, I just have to eat humble pie and just give him kudos because... Yeah, that, that was that place was always going to be our weak spot. Even normally on the normal day, that's our right hand side. It's always our weakest spot. So he did well, managed to shut the game down with some help, with some help from Abiyagot. So that's my kudos. Donkey of the week, four one nine FC, Barcelona, four one nine FC with all their levers pulling lever up and down. In the Champions League, they pull lever, pull lever, pull lever. Now they're going to Europa. El Clasico today, they were pulling liver, pulling liver, still chopped L. 3-1, defeat. I don't know how a club like this, <laughs> I don't know how a club like this are feeling they can get away with it. And what even pissed me off the most, did you see what they did with the Drake, Drake t-shirts? The Drake, yeah. that's, not bad, bro. that's not bad, that's not bad. Come on, leave that thing out of football. No, leave that thing out of football. No, leave it out no, of football. Why? No, no, wait, so, sorry, sorry to like dive into this one. So, you can ask Ayo. Nobody hates Barcelona more than me. In this, mm. in this four us, maybe Ray comes second. I hate Barcelona. Are you sure? Maybe I'm second to Ray. Maybe I'm second to Ray. But anyways, for me, for me, I've always felt like it's not bad publicity. Like Drake, I mean, however you feel about Drake, Drake is one of the greatest artists in the world. For you yeah. to have that kind of publicity and advertisement, I don't see anything anything wrong with that. Does Barcelona need more publicity, though? I think it's just a money grab. Well, fair play to them. They need the money. They need the money. They need the money. Right? So they need the money. They need the money. But the thing is, they're taking the money already. Spotify have given them the money already. So it's just like Spotify is I'm strong in them. I like you guys. You have to put Drake on your 
on your on your on your top because you have 50 billion streams. Please come on. That's what happens when you just sell your soul. Basically, that's why I'm yapping them because they've sold their soul and Spotify can tell them to do anything. Spotify can yeah. say tomorrow, Raya, put put uh put Wiz Khalifa on your back. You not bring up a good point though. Like Barcelona, this they're in such financial diet that they're gonna be yeah. making advertising calls that they should not be made. Actually, you do that. That's a good point, though. That's because, what I mean, mean, other clubs will be like, "Now nah, we don't want to do this." But you're right, Barcelona. They need the money so they bad. They have no choice. Barcelona. Yeah, do you know Barcelona choice. before? That's why they call them more than a club. They used to give themselves slogan more than a club because they used to. They didn't have any sponsors on their shirts. They used to have oh, UNICEF. Right. Before they didn't used to take money from sponsors, but now because mm. they are so badly run and they need the money, they are doing anything. <laughs> they are doing anything. So they are donkeys of the week for losing. And for selling out so much that they have to start putting Drake on their top, proper donkey, donkey of the week, Barcelona FC, 4-9 FC. All said, kudos to Arsenal team. Fair enough. Still going on strong. I ain't able to name their stadium to include Spotify's name, or am I wrong? Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah. Name yeah and they their stadium too. Dada, do you have one to end? To end? Man, you guys have some really good ones. It's almost making me change mine. Uh, I think kudos for me. I... Okay, sorry, I'm going to do two if you don't mind. Kudos to Kepa, though. Kepa had, a, Kepa had a fantastic game. And in recent in recent times, this is like one of his best games in the Chelsea shirt. Fantastic to him. But another kudos that I know Champions League has passed is Inter Milan. Even though they didn't get the win, the fact that they were able to, you know, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Barcelona is in the Europa League because they're not going to come over. I thought they did well. Uh, and also, too, kudos to Arsenal. But anyway, I'm gonna say, say it with your chest. But donkey of the week, uh, in my opinion, donkey of the week for me is Barcelona. I totally agree with Ola. It's kind of like they they came out, they made all these horrible financial decisions. Uh, they made they, they had a huge gamble that they thought was gonna pay out, and now it's not paying out. And actually, prior to today, I thought they were on track to win the league, but it's actually. They're actually maybe three or four points behind. I mean, they can still win it. I mean, it's a very, very long season. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that'll be my donkey of the week as well. I mean, to oh, be sorry, a little that interplayer, to... that interplayer that was supposed to pass and didn't pass. Who was that? Uh... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the name, but I remember what I remember that yeah. you said. Like towards yeah. the end of the game, right? Yeah, against Inter. I think it was yeah. Wilson. I think it was Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Let's go, sir. Uh, so, so me, I will to end it. Uh, I'll double down along the same line. Xavi, I think he didn't manage these two games very well at all. Like on the break, like they were just too exposed on the break. Forget about high line. It's not you can, everybody can play high line, right? It's not about high line. It's about managing like the transition. He didn't manage the transition well against Inter, and definitely not today. It's just too easy to like play through Barcelona. You know, it's just too easy. So, I think he gets that donkey. Kudos, somebody I wanted to add. I know I'm adding second one. I call him Big Big Game Freddy. You know, not, not Freddy in United, please. And I'm not talking that one. I'm talking of Freddy Valverde in Madrid. That boy is becoming a big. Every big game term, that Real Madrid has, he turns up. He scores goals. He yep. is like the right back, the right central midfielder, and the right winger. And, all at the time. and he's a utility player. Like <laughs> please, he can... how long this, the boy has four lungs. He's incredible. Yeah. I saw his goal. I saw his match. His performance. He was incredible. So, Freddie I, I, I missed. I missed the classical, but 
yeah, I'm pretty sure Valverde always turns up, you know. Yeah, he was incredible. So that's where we end the show. Uh, somebody says, Cancel is my donkey of the week. Fair enough. He was really poor today. Uh, fair enough. We'll end the show. Yeah. Ray, thanks for coming on. Dara, hola. For everyone, the comments, like, you know, keeping us up. Thank you for all the comments. And um, like, share, subscribe if you're watching. You we are out. Grab some Pepsi. Grab some Pepsi. Grab some Pepsi. Thanks. <laughs> Can't wait to see you cry next week. <laughs>